Welcome back, guys and girls, to the Vegetarian Podcast, the podcast for vegan entrepreneurs who want to change the world, build a mass movement around what they believe in. I'm your host, Oz. Welcome back. Whether you're listening to this early in the morning and you're working out on a treadmill, I see you. If you are closing your day and you're just looking for a mellow interview to listen to, I see you as well. Wherever you find yourself, I know you will find value inside this episode. Uh, Little Life Box, more importantly, Chelsea, the founder, is going to discuss her story and how she started uh, the subscription boss company. Um, based on healthy lifestyle featuring snacks, beauty and wellness products that you would never find uh, or probably never find by yourself and she gives awareness to brands, brings uh, great value to consumers because again, uh, these are samples so you would pay a lot more if you were to uh, buy them at retail and it's always a great, great win-win-win situation for the brand. Us, little life box and the consumers so it's always great to see these kinds of businesses that are always striving for win situations for all parties and i want to bring awareness to um the scenario for different ceos because some ceos are living in big corporate offices some of them are living in their own home and it's always great to see uh, the different models that people are living by and chelsea is without exception a great great uh, person a great business owner and i do believe you will be able to look up to her and find inspiration find value in the story that she is going to tell us about today now without further ado if you want to go to vegetarian.com to sign up to the vegetarian club beta group where you'll get lifetime access to one-on-one coaching and one-on-one mentoring with the top vegan entrepreneurs make sure that you go check it out at vegetarian.com also you know where to find me at vegetarian on instagram if you want to dm me with any questions any suggestions you may have i'm always open to it i'm always happy to connect with you guys uh, on the vegetarian podcast without further ado i present you chelsea from little life box So I just started researching like what if, if somebody was doing that in Canada and there was nobody, let alone any subscription boxes really at that time. It was about four years ago. My mom just was happened to be looking to start a new project and we've always been like super into working out and eating healthy and all that, her and I. So I just said, maybe we could try this. It sounds like a good idea and you know. He, he saw that it wouldn't be very time consuming at first, that we can, you know, kind of go in it without investing necessarily too much. That's how it started. Because usually there's two ways to go about things. Either you look for competition and then you just take market share or you just become a trendsetter, right? And since, like you said, there was legit nothing like that happening in Canada, I guess mm-hmm. it, first it's a great opportunity but it might be a bit intimidating to know okay where do I start this right so what were the first steps you took was it contacting businesses asking them uh, proposing them to give you the products was it asking people uh, to see if they would be interested in a subscription box like what was it for you guys um for us we started by launching uh, our website um I can't really remember I feel like it was more just like a landing page Um, And I think that we were taking people's emails on a waiting list to kind of get a feel for, you know, okay, maybe when we're at X amount, we'll, we'll actually start taking orders. We called around a bunch of companies um, that we would have wanted to include in the box to see if they would be on board. 
started with 50. So we were like, we would need 50 of your products. Here's what we do. You know, we'd uh, talk about it. People could sample it. You know, we'd feature it on our website and all that. And the response was really good. We started uh, social media pages. And before you know it, we were out at, you know, 50 plus on our waiting list. And so, yeah, once we hit our 50 mark of, of boxes purchased, we decided to do our first shipment and then just never stopped from there. From there, it kind of went on. And once we got our first box shipped out, right away, we started working with bloggers. So we contacted these box uh, subscription box directories. Um, at mm. the time, didn't, didn't have that many subscription boxes, but uh, we've got a year of boxes, Canadian Box Addict and Girl Meets Box, which are our three, um, the girls that have been with us since the beginning, reviewing our box every month. Um, and from there, it kind of grew because once you get, you know, people talking about it, especially on platforms like that, where people are specifically going there to purchase a subscription box. Cool. And then when did you realize this was actually a thing and it was growing faster than you expected? Was there like, when was the pivot point where it became, it was more than a hobby? Um, I think after, I'd say probably after the first year was when I quit my job. Um, I don't think I even waited a year, I think eight months. Mm. Um, was when I quit my full-time job to really start focusing on doing this um, full-time um, because yeah it just grew exponentially um, you know month by month we had more and more people and we were realizing that we had actually something that was you know we had a viable business going so uh, luckily enough my my mom was on it full-time already and you know they also had their side projects so it's just like it just made sense and we all were lucky to have the time uh, to be able to work on this without necessarily needing the big paychecks because we had side stuff, side projects. So it just kind of worked out perfectly for, for all of us. Was there any hurdle you had to overcome early on or during your transition to quitting your job? that slowed the process down? What, was, what were the pitfalls that you had to overcome? I would say, you know, every year there's been a lot of growth and realizing, you know, we've made mistakes, you know. Uh, of course, it's not been, you know, easy. Uh, we still, we are doing this, we're just, well, currently, we just actually hired our first people um, to help us with marketing uh, on a part-time basis. But essentially the company is run by me and my parents. And we have, we've been, we used to pack, pack our boxes in my house, even up to when we were at a thousand members, we'd pack a thousand boxes a month in my house. It was like a full week of um, transforming the house into this like warehouse. <laughs> and then we'd just pack for a full week. Um, it was a wow. lot of work. Um, and we realized, okay, we can't do this anymore. We need to like get a fulfillment house or a warehouse. Um, so that's where we are now. We're in a fulfillment house. Eventually, we'd love to have our own warehouse, but we're still in the process of, of growing to, to get to that stage. But yeah, I mean, we right now, our, our box is at, at the least expensive that we could possibly make it because shipping in Canada, the prices are ridiculous. We have sometimes a box that would, will cost $20 to ship just one box. 
and we charge our box costs between $21 and $23. So we charge $5 shipping. We subsidize the rest. It's all the same across Canada. In the U.S., it's free shipping because the shipping prices are really low in the U.S. Um, but that that is hard for us. It's hard for us at the end of the day to actually make money uh, because with boxes like that we we do you know lose out a little bit but it's important for us to like like we said before to build the community to uh, our goal is to help people discover healthy vegan products um at an affordable price and you know it's a way for them to test it out before knowing if they want to buy the full size in store that often is more expensive than you know your regular product that you find anywhere you're bringing a lot of value to the businesses, right? Because you're giving them a lot of data that they can use then to iterate and make better products. So what is kind of the, how do you pitch the businesses? Do you like email them saying, hey, this is what we do. And you send them the website and they're like, wow, this is actually very valuable. Is there any specific sequence that you go about? How do you, how do you reach out to, to businesses for the samples, for example? I mean, we do a lot of research. We go to a lot of trade shows. Um, in Anaheim, in Toronto, in Baltimore, and all that, where all the, like, the CHFA and um, the, all the expos are with, with all the healthy products. So we do discover a bunch of um, products there. We have a lot of relationships over the past four years that we've built with a bunch of suppliers and brokers that, you know, plug us whenever they have a new launch, a new product, a new flavor. Um, you know, it's a great way to get their product sampled. And these are these are targeted customers that want to pay just to discover new healthy products. Um, so, you know, for the suppliers, this is great exposure. And also, we don't just put the product in the box. We send the box to bloggers who talk about them. We put their products up on our website and tell people where they can buy more. So we'll link back to their online store or store locator. And then we plug it all over social media. We do lifestyle shots every month. We try to do some recipes if it's like a, an edible product, show people how to use them, the benefits and all that. So I think it's like a win-win all around. We hear back from so many clients that are, are that say, oh my God, like this, the number of products that I've discovered through your box that are now a staple in my house. The goal is to like, introduce them to brands they they wouldn't have known before of course we'll have stuff like um you know we'll have more known products in our box from bigger companies that are still you know vegan still healthy but um we do have those smaller companies that are local that you know want to just want to be discovered you know which is which i love we always try to include at least one or two uh you know smaller businesses in our box to to get get them exposure you know going through all of this i guess it's easy to say okay your day must be pretty packed since it's still a small family-run business and you're having a lot of success are you able to break down your your day-to-day -day? like what for example i guess the classic is what does your morning routine look like um i actually have a uh I mean, it's work-related, but I have a pretty strict, like, personal morning routine. Um, I actually read the book um, Miracle Morning, which 
is an amazing book for any entrepreneur out there, anybody that needs motivation and wants to like start waking up earlier and getting more done in their day. Um, so I kind of follow that, which is based on like um, things called saver, savers. So it's like every letter is for something. So you do silence, which is meditation. So I'll do like at least 10 minutes of meditation every morning. Um, then you have, um, man, I can't remember. Anyways, so I do the meditation <laughs> affirmations, visualization, um, exercise, uh, reading and scribing. So scribing would be journaling. So I'll just do like, I have a little gratitude journal, write a few like things that I'm grateful for that morning. And anyway, so the, so the morning routine is a good like hour, hour and a half, but I like to get up early and do that um, before starting anything because it really sets the tone for the day. And I see a huge difference on the mornings that I don't take the time to do that. Um, yeah. And then the rest, I mean, it's, I, I work from home, you know, uh, so it does have its, its, its ups and its downs. Definitely. Some people are like, oh my God, you live, you're living the life. And it's like, yes and no, you know, um, try to, to try to stay motivated when everything's on your shoulders. It takes a lot, you know, like I, I can't go downstairs in my pajamas and just sit on the couch and work. It's not going to be productive. Right. So it's like you have to you have to force yourself get up take a shower get dressed as if you were going out and sit properly somewhere at a desk actually living with my parents um, so that's cool because we have our morning meetings um, which is great and then you know oftentimes I'll just go and sit in a coffee shop for the afternoon and um, that way it's, I just find it's a little bit more productive when I'm not like um, next to the fridge where I can just. <laughs> go <laughs> all day or just find any excuse not to get, be getting stuff done so, so yeah coffee shops are great um, right I can totally relate to that I can totally relate to that I remember when I started working from home uh, I made the mistake of always working in the in the living room next to the fridge and I would always go and eat right so it's really about yeah. living from the laptop you still have to get out there and still still take it seriously right you can't just like you said be in your pajamas in your bed yeah and it's funny because people are like oh yeah but you like you you can just just come just do that and it's like no but I can't like it's not because I'm not physically somewhere from nine to five that I'm not busy and I don't have a schedule and if you don't make that time for yourself where you're where you schedule your day even if it's just with yourself, like, okay, I'm going to go through customer emails right now. And then I'm going to go through um, what our Facebook posts are going to be this month, contests, uh, newsletters, all that. If I don't schedule that time, I'm not going to get it done. And then it's just at the end of the week, you're just like, oh, no. In four years, I have not taken more than four days off. Because I love it also. I love what I do. Um, right. It's not working. It's not working. And so I, I, I count myself lucky that I am excited to wake up every morning and open my computer to, to work. But, uh, yeah, uh, so Sundays, if I have to do something important, um, I have no choice. So that's, it's like, yeah, I, I, I create my own schedule, but also there are the downsides that are, you know, that make it, like, challenging. Not right. all, um, you know, rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess people always see the the grass greener on the other side, right? And like you said, they'd be like, "Oh, you're living the lifestyle," but there's always 
a caveat to that and a trade-off. And I guess the greatest thing is that we're doing, it's not work anymore, right? It's we're doing, we're living our path, we're living our passion. So Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's not work anymore. It's fulfilling. It fills you up instead of drains you down. And I guess mm-hmm. there's so many rabbit holes we could take, right? I guess as a roundoff question, is there any book or resource you recommend uh, that really changed your life? For example, for, for myself was Tools of Titans from uh, um, Tim Ferriss. I don't know if you, you know Tim Ferriss. Yes, I do. I actually listen to his podcast sometimes. Oh my God, I love him. I, that's my, my <laughs> number one podcast. I absolutely love, love, love what he does. And he's one of the people that changed my life. Is there anyone you could say has done the same for you? Somebody that I really like and been starting to follow more recently is Sophie Jaffe, who started Philosophy Foods. Her and her husband um, started a podcast as well called Ignited. And she's just awesome. She's like this entrepreneur mom. She has three kids. She's fit. She's, you know, she just seems like she's superwoman. Thanks again, Chelsea, for coming on. Is, where's the best way actually people people can reach out to you and connect with you and Little Lifebox? Um, th- they could just uh, reach out to me directly through Little Lifebox. As I said, like I am hands-on everywhere. So I pretty much see everything that goes on and answer DMs, uh, most of the DMs myself. So uh, Little Lifebox is our Instagram page. That's probably the best way to like get instant uh answers or our website littlelifebox.com we've got live chat there so often i'm on that as well it's uh, pretty easy to to find us yo big shout out to you if you've listened all the way to the end make sure that before you consume any other type of content that you do take 20 seconds right now to write down any important information that you think will bring value to yourself and more importantly how you will apply that information always always important you will retain more you will gain more just with the simple act of putting pen on paper and if you can't afford a pencil and a piece of paper i do highly recommend it that you do invest your time right now to better your life your relationships your wealth and your happiness now without further ado if you want to go dm me at vegetarian on instagram i always answer to my messages i always love you guys And if you do want to hop on a consultation with myself, I'm always happy to do so. If you have any questions whatsoever in your vegan entrepreneur journey, I don't have all the answers, but I do have some insight when it comes to social media marketing and branding in general. So please don't be afraid to do so.